At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming down the aisle. What's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirk. Hi, Katie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am very good. We have so much to get to today in so little time. I know. NXT TakeOver. They don't just take over the ring. They take over your heart. That's going to be tomorrow. That's going to be this Sunday. It will indeed be October 3rd. That's a wonderful tagline. <laughs> we also Put it have, in the books. We also have uh, some uh, some predicted matches for Hell in a Cell. Uh, so we will talk about that. Also, in slamming Vince McMahon news, apparently if you're a WWE superstar, you can't have a cameo if they take all your money. You can't do anything. Can't, it's overreach, just, in my opinion. Overreach. He, he is so overreached. Just, like, let these people live. Good and Lord, like, Vince. Ugh, fuck off. I'm in a real fuck you mood today. I'm Are in a you real, really? I'm in a fuck you mood today. Woo. I'm worked up. Okay. Of course, we also have a bit of NBA news. The Lakers are up. Uh, they're beating the Heat two to nothing. That series isn't over. Perhaps it already is, which makes me sad because I love Jimmy Butler and I love that Miami Heat squad. But LeBron and AD, uh, Caruso, Green, that whole team has come together, and it looks like the people of Los Angeles will be celebrating yet another championship in the very near future. Mm-hmm. And we also are going to have a conversation regarding Adam Gates with the Jets and the Players Association or one of the leaders of the Players Association in the NFL recommending that the NFL, the NFL fields go back to being grass, not weed, but pure, wonderful grass, which is something that I've been saying for a long time. It slows up the action, but we're seeing so many freaking injuries in the NFL right now. Maybe it's because they didn't have preseason games, but a lot of people are also saying this turf, it just ain't right. And people are getting their ankles all cut up and things like that. But before we get to uh, the NFL and that conversation, let's talk professional wrestling. Okay. NXT TakeOver. Again, that's going to be October 3rd. This is going to be big. The main event, of course, is NXT champion Finn Balor. Uh, he is going to defend his belt against Kyle O'Reilly. I am so excited about this story. It's the battle of the Irish. 
Finn versus O'Reilly. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see if they show up sober. And of course, the women's match, Io Shirai, she will defend her title against uh, someone who Katie loves, Candice LeRae. And also someone who uh, Mr. Gargano loves, Candice LeRae, because they're married. They they are married. That's cute. Um, Have you been watching any, like, the the way that they're doing this Finn Balor story and Kyle O'Reilly story is so much fun. With Adam Cole, like, Adam Cole is basically... Uh, like on like defending uh, Kyle O'Reilly saying like this is his moment he's my best friend this is what he deserves like he's never wanted anything more like he deserves this belt he deserves he's the only one in in Undisputed Era that hasn't held the title like this is his moment well I guess uh, Bobby Fish hasn't held it either but regardless can I say this though Kyle O'Reilly's not gonna win like, this seems to me like one of those matches. This yeah. almost seems like the Jay versus Roman Reigns. Of course, Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. Apparently, they're going to main event, I would assume main event, uh, Hell in a Cell, which I am here for. I love that whole storyline. <laughs> family against family. Cousin against it. cousin. It's so dramatic. I'm but in. there is no way that Kyle O'Reilly, I've seen a few of his matches, there's no way he's going to beat Finn Balor. That's the only complaint that I have, is that is this just a proxy for Finn and Cole? That's what makes this story so good because they are they teasing an end of the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole singing his praises and kissing so much ass while he like just obliterates other people in the ring like like Adam Cole and Adam Cole is so fucking good. He yeah. is like a young Shawn Michaels. He really he looks like Shawn Michaels. He acts like he's Shawn, not like he's quite just, as muscular. He's he's great. Yes, he is. I. Love Adam Cole, um, but what is going to happen with Kyle O'Reilly? I don't I know. Mean, I, they, are they teasing the end of the Undisputed Era? I don't know. Well, if anyone can do it, it will be Finn Balor. I predict he's going to retain the title. I don't know what this match is even going to look like, but it's going it, to look awesome. Is what it's going to be. It's going to look. It's going to be so good. What do you think about the NXT North American Championship match, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano? I love Damian Priest. And, of course, you got to love Mr. Wrestle and Johnny Gargano. Although, you know what I think? He's a little vanilla. I've said it since day one. Johnny Gargano? If I'm hanging out with somebody at a party, am I going to hang out with a dude named Damian Priest? You're hanging out with Damian Priest. Or Johnny Gargano? You're going to hang out with Damian Priest and you're going to make fun of Johnny Gargano. And then Johnny Gargano is going to come over and he's going to, like, sucker punch both of you. Well, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> um, he's great. He's the thing about Johnny, Mr. Wrestling, Johnny Wrestling, uh, is he is managed. And I and I and I yes, I agree with you. He's a little vanilla using air quotes. Um, but I think the impressive thing about Johnny Gargano is he has been at NXT for years now and has managed to reinvent himself just slightly Every time that they need a new storyline, we've seen Mr. we've seen Johnny wrestling, we've seen uh, the back and forth, uh, just like knockdown drag out battle between him and Champa that to me is legendary still. Um, Unbelievable. Every time, every time he's in a pay per view match, he, he he's gonna bring the house down. Yes, he's he will. Re- he is a reliable superstar, and he's he's a great heel, and I love I love this. Um, I typically hate uh, the marriage stories in wrestling, like when there's an actual couple and they try to bring this story into the ring. But I like this story because 
Uh, Candace has never needed Johnny's help. She has always helped Johnny. Johnny has very rarely uh, distracted or uh, stepped in and interfered in her matches, which right. is money to me. That is how you make. Uh, that is how you put her over. She doesn't need his help. He needs her help. Okay, I agree with that. Although uh, she is going to be in an uphill battle with Io Shirai herself, so oh it's going to be a busy and night for the family. The skill set, though, like the like skill for skill, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae are fucking like just great. I think yes. Io Shirai is maybe a little better flyer than Candice is, but she's they're both like this. I love this card. I am excited about Takeover. I mean, honestly, you know, it looks like. Everything could change for the NXT. And maybe this is the shakeup pay-per-view they need. I mean, going back to what you were talking about with Undisputed Era, uh, obviously, um, after the Pat McAfee match, Adam Cole, is he? Is it safe to say that Adam Cole is a babyface at this point? Or is it like, what is yes. he? Is this, He's a hero. So what you're saying is this is the transition. I think so. I want to say so. So is Undisputed Era going to go away? Is 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 I mean, Bobby Fish gonna be the, in in charge, or is is O'Reilly gonna be in charge? I mean, I mean, no. Roderick Strong is the other one. I, I just wonder what's gonna happen with uh, Undisputed Era then. I mean, Roderick Strong is next in line. Okay, I think that that could carry the the brand, if you will, of the Undisputed Era. Um, but then I don't know. We'll see what happens because I do think skill for skill, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly is an impressive matchup like that is a really like there is gonna that's gonna be an awesome match nxt takeover it's going to be a night of transition for nxt the ratings war is very real when it comes to nxt versus aew 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 so this match this pay-per-view has got to be something special damian priest versus johnny gargano what do you think is going to happen katie i want to see johnny gargano back with the belt yeah Damian I Priest, see, like, it's because, I, you, it's because you don't like former fat people. No, it's not Is that, that why? at all. Because I, Damian no. Priest used to be fat, and you don't like him because he used to be fat and not perfect. Not at all. I love his intro. I think he's fine. He's fine. Like, he's fine. He's, he's great. Right. He I, does kicks. No, he just punches. He, he does a lot of kicks. He does yes, he loves his kicks. Maybe a few too many kicks that's like his go-to move that's like when Roman Reigns used to use a Superman punch every single time (laughs) has that really changed no not really not really (laughs) not really so you think Gargano was going to end up getting the title the NXT North American Championship of course let's not forget Keith Lee it used to be around his I want to say waist but it didn't fit around his waist really so it mostly went around his shoulder he didn't need it around his waist no, he did not. Johnny Gargano. See, I, I could totally see Damian Priest dropping the belt to Gargano. Uh, he's bulletproof at NXT, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, to me, I think the more interesting storyline would be if Damian Priest retains and actually gets a little bit more of a push, because right now he just kind of has the strap, and he hasn't had any time to really make it his own. He's still working on his identity. I think he's a dope-ass dude. I don't know, again, because there is no crowd, is Damian Priest a face or a heel at this point? He's another one who is just sort of in the middle, I guess? Yeah. I I, I, I don't I don't know. He's one that, like, he's kind of generic to me. Does that, like, is that, am I wrong for, am I a dick for saying that? Like, he's kind of like, I don't know, he just feels like he's... I think that Gargano is more Pete. generic than Damian Priest, but, I mean... But, but Gargano has, like, he's got history at NXT. Yeah. I don't know 
I don't know. He's Damien Priest is fine. He's fine. All right. Well, we know where you stand. You don't like people who were formerly fat. You don't like people who struggled to lose weight, and then all of a sudden they retained or they became NXT North American champion. I think the Damien Priest storyline should talk about how he used to be really fat because I've seen pictures and he was indeed a chunky donkey. And I think that they need to stress that because that storyline to me would give him life almost like what they did with Mick Foley when he had to sit down with JR and they were like, it's Mrs. Foley's baby boy. And you looked beyond the mask. You looked beyond Catches Jack. You looked beyond uh, his crazy character work in Japan and you saw him for who he was. I could go with a Damien Priest long storyline. Used to be chunky. Used to love my pizza. And now I'm doing vegan ice cream not good for the poops <laughs> but it's good for the in-ring ability and that's what's important here <laughs> we were just talking on able can stop about section 3 amendment 25 mm-hmm. and um, did you know most presidents there was ronald reagan and george w bush twice uh, they were not president for about one was one was for eight hours and the other was for about an hour because they were getting colonoscopies Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Get yourself healthy, presidents. Get yourself that colonoscopy. I I suppose you could say that. NXT Cruiserweight Champion Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. I love Isaiah Swerve Scott. Give him everything. Give him all the promos. Give him all, like, put this guy over. He deserves it. He's awesome. He's a great character. He's an awesome wrestler. I absolutely love him. I love to watch him. I think that mm-hmm. he has I think he's got I think he's got the spark that you want to see in performers. Like I love he's him. so great. And I feel that um I feel that Santos is like a little he feels to me and I back to like the generic thing. Like he feels WWE wash and repeat. Like Rinse and repeat. Like, that's what he feels like to me. He feels like, kind of, I know that he's been around. He's been around for a long time. Well, when you got a favorite pair of jeans, you just wash them and put back, put them back on. I why know, why but, reinvent the wheel? I know, but, but with at least with like Isaiah, like he's got, he's got the experience to know how to like play and like to, maybe it's the nuance that comes with somebody that's been on the indies forever. And right. Johnny Gargano is one of those guys, Adam Cole, like all these guys, so many indie guys that are now at NXT that all wrestled together that have been that have done the 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 hustle and the bullshit of being in the indies and i think that maybe that gives you the years of doing that gives you an additional skill of like working nuance and there's something about swerve that does that and i love that wcw back when they were still around one of the main reasons they were able to stand out and beat the wwe was because of their cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. And I am happy to see NXT pushing cruiserweights because the WWE proper has done nothing with them. 205 Live, just the way it was set up. For those that don't know, we've talked about this before, but they film after a three-hour Raw. Yeah. So if you ever watch it and you're like, why is the audience exhausted? And like they look like they want to go and they're already getting hung over in the mm-hmm. middle of these performances. That is why. I think yeah. NXT... Going against AEW, they can stand out when it comes to the cruiserweights Mm -hmm. because they have a larger roster. Cruiserweight talent is extremely difficult to come by. AEW dabbles in the cruiserweight division, but I think NXT can like take the cruiserweights and bring them to the next level. I was just watching WCW Halloween uh, Havoc, Mm -hmm. and my God, the cruiserweight matches are so freaking incredible. The, The flips, the stunts. Mm-hmm. It really was captivating entertainment. And I feel like if the NXT is smart, if they want to continue 
uh, to battle AEW, push that cruiserweight division. Why the hell yeah. not? We've seen all the beefcakes. We've seen them all. They're all, and they're all, they all get the rinse and repeat treatment. And that's kind of what's happening to, in my opinion, Damian Priest. Like, there's no depth to that character, I guess. He's just kind of like doing what he's supposed to do as opposed to doing what he knows to do. Okay, so let's go back and talk about Undisputed Era because I think this is the, this is probably the biggest, this will be the biggest takeaway from NXT, right? Mm-hmm. If they break up. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. I don't want them to break up. Does this mean that Adam Cole is going to uh, get sucked up by the alien spacecraft that is Vince McMahon, Raw, or SmackDown? Don't you you dare. What do you do? But what do you do with them if they break up? I don't know. I don't want him to get... I, I guess like getting pulled up to the main roster to me is the definition of insanity. Because every time it happens, I think, oh, this time it's going to be different. And it's never different. Look at Keith no. Lee. He's barely, like, he's gotten... Well, he's not, winning. I mean, is he? He wasn't on the... He wasn't even on the last pay-per-view. Like... Right. It's it, it's just like, they get pulled up for ratings because you'll, wa- you'll watch that episode. Everyone that watches NXT will be like, oh, Adam Cole is going to the main roster. Awesome, I'll watch that episode. And then nothing. And that's, I feel like, what happened with Keith Lee. And God forbid they... They they ruin his storyline. I would be absolutely heartbroken to to see Keith Lee not be utilized. I don't think that Adam Cole would fit very well on the Raw or SmackDown roster. I don't I, think he see, has this size. I really don't. I uh, think that he is too tiny. I but he's got he's got everything else. He knows how to talk. He's a great character. I think that Vince is going to look he's, at him and just be like, "Where like where's the meat? Where's well, uh, the yes, beef?" That's absolutely. What I he'll really do. don't see Vince. I don't. I just don't see it working for him. I hope that they don't pull him up because I don't, I don't, I'm trying to get myself out of the, I want them to get more money and make more money and be more famous and get more followers and do whatever they need to do when they go to the main roster. But I don't think that it's good for their character in the long run. Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, without Adam Cole, the Undisputed Era is nothing. I would argue that without... Roderick Strong and Adam Cole, undisputed era is nothing. So basically, if you're if you're Bobby Fish, yeah, you are you are beholden to one at of, least yeah. one of these two people. I think so. So your career is holding on by a freaking thread already. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong. If they're as long as Roderick Strong is still involved in the undisputed era, I feel like we're fine. I feel like the undisputed era can like hang on. But there is a massive. Like a giant puzzle piece missing. You are correct. Is it safe to say in this situation, yes, with with O'Reilly, with Fish, with Strong, Adam Cole is the Shawn Michaels, what Shawn Michaels was to D-Generation X, Adam Cole is to the Undisputed Era. Do you think that someone like, let's say, let's just say, let's say Kyle O'Reilly, he's getting the push. Do you think that he has the car blanche? If he would have to take over, like a Triple H, Triple H obviously brought, he expanded uh, D-Generation X. He did an incredible job when they gave him the ball. He was able to run with it. Can any of these three guys continue to do uh, what they were doing without Cole? To me, it just seems like he's the head of the snake, and if you chop that off, this damn thing is dying. I mean, it's an uphill battle. I feel like Roderick Strong has enough of the maybe he's familiar enough with the audience that he could take take the reins. Right. Uh, I don't think Bobby Fish or Kyle O'Reilly do yet. That's not to say that they won't, 
They're all right. impressive wrestlers. They're all incredible talent. Oh, I mean, yes, incredible obviously. athletes. I think Roderick Strong's the probably the better one of the better talkers. I think Kyle O'Reilly's a great talker. The promo that they cut for him this past week was really, really great. And it absolutely they have clearly NXT has been clearly watching what AEW did in the very so beginning. many factions. So many so many factions, but also the way they shoot their promos are so much better. Well, yeah. this last one was, not to say all of them are, but s- some of them are better than what they used to be. Um, they're doing a lot more. They've clearly like gotten a better cameras and doing drone work and doing like the production value stepped up a little bit as opposed to doing like a handy cam and some drape with bad lighting right. <laughs> somewhere in the in the NXT warehouse. Um, Do you think that the era of factions are going to kind of go away? in what they are right now because AEW is even sort of moving away from all of the factions that they kind of created I mean what is the dark order they have a lot of almost everyone seems to be in a faction inner circle dark order Uh, Um, whatever Eddie um, Eddie uh, fuck what's Kingston Eddie Kingston's doing yep whatever Eddie is up to again if you have not watched Eddie on the mic just watch him on the mic he is so freaking good nightmare family nightmare family is it? Do you run a risk of just having faction after faction after faction? And then if you're an audience member, it's like, what am I even holding on to here? Are these all interchangeable yeah. parts within these factions? That's my only concern. So if I'm NXT, I don't know. Maybe it's time to blow up the supernova that is Undisputed Era and just see what the... If, if you're going to throw these guys in the deep end... See where the debris lands. See where the debris lands in the WWE universe and see if any of these guys... Can can maintain the status that they have when they're all together. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the one person that has to be thanked if you're Adam Cole is Pat McAfee. I mean, whatever you want to say about that match, Pat McAfee brought that to another level because of the uh, you know the cross between football and uh, between yeah. you know real sport and, and and sports entertainment. Real sport. Real sport. Yeah, like jousting. <laughs> like cornhole. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. But without Pat McAfee, I feel like Adam Cole. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't stuck per se, but that brought him into a different world. Yeah, there is definitely crossover, absolutely. Definitely crossover, and now it looks like Adam Cole, maybe he's getting a little bit too bloated in the old ego. Maybe he wants to float on away, and then what does Undisputed have? I don't know, but I, James also brought up a point when we were talking about this match. There could be a world where uh, we're building towards uh, Adam Cole either interfering and costing uh, Kyle O'Reilly the match, thus breaking up the, the jealousy. Undis- yeah, yes. thus breaking up the undisputed era. Um, 
or something along those lines. So I, I, I don't know. I love NXT TakeOver shows. I think they're nine times out of ten the better pay-per-views when it comes to uh, storyline and actual and actual athletics. I agree. That's kind of a dick thing to say, but you know what I mean. No, I mean, on, honestly, they're incredible. The, yeah. NXT, the NXT TakeOvers, that's what put them on the map. Everyone, I remember when I was getting back into pro wrestling, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you have to watch NXT TakeOver. And I was like, okay. And then I watched them, and I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, this it's makes so me good. feel nostalgic for pure, unadulterated in-ring action. It's so fun. It really is. So you're thinking NXT TakeOver. You, you think it's going to be a good pay-per-view October 3rd? Everyone should watch it. Yes. Oh, and can we talk about Kushida? Yes, of course. Dream. Oh, my goodness. Well, this... Okay, what's going on? Is Velvet... Okay, so yes, t- talk to me, please. Okay, first of all, to give you background on Kushida, if you're not familiar with him, he is formerly New Japan. Um, he had a um, Back to the Future bit. His character is like... Uh, kind of like a Marty in Japan he was like a Marty McFly here it's kind of like uh, it's he's um, back to the future adjacent he's inspired by back to the future basically and his finishing move is called the time splitter and he does this like he's the coolest he's so fun to watch uh, not to brag, but I, we saw his last match in New Japan, and it was amazing. Ooh. And he's the best, and we're excited to see him here. He had he had some injuries, uh, but now he is back on the card, and he's going against Velveteen Dream. And I think character for character, this is really fun because obviously Velveteen Dream is the heel in the scenario. Um, Kushida is just an adorable, awesome badass. And he's he's just so much fucking fun to watch. So this match will be. In my like another great match. This whole card is awesome. Kushida's been around for a long time. He's a lot older than Velveteen Dream. He's 37 years old. As Katie said, he has been wrestling for a long freaking time in Japan. Velveteen Dream in ring, unbelievable. Apparently, everything outside of the ring has been sort of solved. And this match, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream, I have to agree with you, character for character. Uh, Kushida is so freaking fun. And if you, if honestly just picture, I believe it's actually Back to the Future too that he references with the jacket and the self tying shoes, which peak technology for the people of the 90s were like, shoes tie themselves. I mean, isn't this amazing? That was where they stopped. That's literally where they stopped. So Kushida versus Velveteen Dream, I uh, I think that Kushida is probably going to end up winning because this is his biggest match to date, right? In, yes. in NXT. Yes, absolutely. Do you think they're going to give him a strong push? How old I is? So. How old do you think? I mean, I understand how old thirty seven is, but in the context of a pro wrestler, is he? How many years do you think he has left? As someone who is currently thirty seven, I would. Yeah, but you're like not a pro wrestler, Katie. I would like to think I could wrestle for another 25 years. But you didn't wrestle the first 37 years. I didn't wrestle the first 37 years. So you can't wrestle the next 25? I can't wrestle at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I would like to think that he, I mean, I don't know. You see some of these guys that are just hanging on to the glory days that shouldn't be in the ring. So I don't know. Yeah, but but the difference is we lived through their glory days. Kushida's glory days were all in Japan. So for the audience here in America, we're like, oh, well, I don't know. He doesn't look 37, though. No, he does not. He looks like a baby. He looks like a baby, and he looks incredibly healthy. Like, just his, he doesn't look like he's roided up or he's doing anything that's going to shorten his, his time. 
Um, but he is coming off injury, so I don't know. He can wrestle as long as he wants. <laughs> I hope so. All right, well, let's talk Hell in a Cell. This is going to be happening October 25th, so we actually have more time to talk about it. But just just the only match that we have officially confirmed for Hell in a Cell is Roman versus Jay Uso. This will be for the Universal Championship match. What did you think about how they pulled off the match um, between Jay and Roman? And also, we have to talk about what you think about Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. It looks like they're going to be battling again at Hell in a Cell. But when Shawn Michaels shows up, when Flair shows up. Mm -hmm. But let's start with Roman and Jey Uso. What did you think about that match? And did it, did it suck you in? Because I have to say, um, the, the, the story... The little five-minute thing where it's like we were cousins always fighting each other. And then they had Rikishi talking and everyone. I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of like it. And then I, the match itself. I thought it was I good. It. I I, so I like, I thought they had, I mean, I thought it was hopefully the beginning of a good storyline. Yeah, Ho absolutely. Hopefully. So Jey Uso never technically lost at Clash of the Champions. Mm -hmm. Uso refused to acknowledge him as the tribal chief, which is sort of uh, Roman's new character. He's the tribal chief, and I'm here for it. He's got all the tattoos. Did you like what? that? I don't know. It's fine. It seems. It sounds like to me. This is what it sounds like. It okay, sounds like okay. there's a guy in the back that knows nothing about any sort of like Samoan. Uh, family culture. Oh my God! Are you gonna say that WWE isn't representing a culture perfectly? I'm is not that saying, the complaint? I'm not saying Yokozuna was was saying, Hispanic. All I'm saying is that chief of the tribe sounds fucking tribal dumb. chief. Tribal chief. What? But he was like, oh, like the head of the table thing. I was fine with. Like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. But then, like the minute he's like, say I'm the chief. It's like, okay, writers, <laughs> stop it. This is stupid. That's nothing that he would actually say. There's nothing what? relatable about him. And they're trying to make him a relatable. This is supposed to be a relatable story. There's nothing relatable about being, say, I'm the chief of the family. Like, stop he it. Has no to one say says that. that. That's the whole storyline, Katie. That's the whole no cousin versus cousin. That. Who says that? No one. No cousins fight in a squared ring and, and have their <laughs> parents actively hate on each other. No one says that. Stupid. Well, he is the he is the chief and he is the head of the table, which I actually find to be a very uncomfortable place to eat. It's un very uncomfortable. Yeah, I like Everyone's to be on the kids' table. I want to. Yeah, I just want to go alone and watch my sports and eat alone because I don't like to watch. I don't like to eat around people. Uh, <laughs> why bother? Then then they really know uh, what really where all the magic is made. So Jimmy threw in the towel. Jay did not quit. Reigns did warn, however, that the match would come with quote higher stakes. This is the match that's going to be at Hell in a Cell. He said quote. Higher stakes than any match has ever had. Stop in it. W Stop w saying it. E There's no history. Stop it. That's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> well, he's the tribal chief, so technically he would be. Wouldn't it be the most important because he is the tribal chief? So I wouldn't mean, that be the biggest match in the WWE tribal history? Chief sounds so dumb, and I hope I'm not insulting any sort of culture <sighs> when I say that. No, I have a feeling WWE's entire concept of a tribal chief is more insulting than you not liking their concept <laughs> of a tribal chief. <laughs> Nonetheless, I am here for this. Jay Uso yes. versus Roman Reigns. That's the only match we have uh, for sure. That was the one that they, you know, that's going to be on all the billboards. There's a few other predictions. Uh, Bailey and Sasha and Miss Dominic and Seth versus Murphy. 
I don't know. I don't even want to read all these other predictions because you never yes. know. The card is always subject to change. Yeah. And now you don't know how many the- people are going to be have COVID by then. Good freaking <laughs> lord. Well, anyway, all right. What's the other? Any other huge wrestling news that we should get to before we move on? Well, we talked about before we started. We talked a little bit about uh, Vince uh, taking away all of the the superstars' uh, side gigs. Okay, so this isn't really in the ring, but this is just man. Vince, you know, I watch a lot of the documentaries. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's done some. He's done some great stuff with some, with a lot of people. Like the Kurt Angle. If you have a chance, watch the Broken. If you have a chance, watch the Broken Skull Sessions. Of course, that's the Steve Austin interview series on the WWE Network. It's amazing. But he had Kurt Angle on for an hour and forty five minutes. Did you watch that one, Katie? I haven't seen it. It is so sad. Kurt Angle, the reason he was able to get out of the WWE is he went to Vince's office and he told him he was going to commit suicide what? If, he didn't, if he didn't let him out of his contract. Oh, my God. And then he went to NXT. Um, but Vince made Kurt Angle. Didn't. Kurt didn't understand that he was being a heel. Kurt thought that Vince was trying to make him a face. And so the entire time that Kurt is talking about like the three eyes and all this stuff, Kurt had no idea what Vince was actually doing. And so to that degree... Are you saying that communication is a problem within WWE? (laughs) No, I'm saying that Kurt had no idea what pro wrestling really was in the larger scheme of things. He knew how to wrestle in-ring. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. He also beat Brock Lesnar in a wrestling match um, because, of course, Brock, just a NCAA champion, which is amazing. Uh, But Kurt Angle, of course, being an Olympic gold medalist, quite a different skill level coming from Kurt Angle, but he did not. So Vince took somebody like Kurt Angle and you can really see how he created the character. All of the you suck stuff, which was helped out by Edge. It worked out perfectly with the music. So Vince is like, he he did so many good things, but now I feel like we're just in the, so we're in this, we're in this Twilight Zone version of Vince McMahon where he doesn't understand that wrestlers have autonomy and the internet is like there and it's supposed to, you know, like, so anyway. What is this? What is this system of tubes? System of tubes. What, it really is a system of tubes. Uh, <laughs> Senator Ted Stevens out of Alaska was correct about that technically. But Vince McMahon, of course, he took away the Twitch, which is unfortunate. I don't think he understands. Is, like It's so good for the brand to have people on Twitch. This is some bullshit. Xavier bull Woods on Twitch. Shit. Playing video games is so freaking funny. It's so when much New Day fun. gets to, it's so great. And you have Paige that's really big on Twitch. You've got yes. um, uh, Zelina Vega, who's also great on Twitch. Like, Twitch is an additional stream of income for these people who aren't working all the time. Xavier Woods hasn't been on TV for almost a fucking year because he's exactly. been injured. So, like, stop it. Like, this is complete overreach to me and at one point he was saying he owns their their legal names so even if he wanted to use their legal names and still do it they wouldn't be able to like there are so many problems with this whole arrangement and you like oh my god i'm so mad about it i this is a button for me i'm triggered absolute power corrupts absolutely and uh, i agree he has the market cornered and uh, it really is too bad which is of course why uh, the man formerly known as Yusef, real name miro uh, is his real name miro yeah yeah uh, he came out and he shot and he was such a great shoot interview on wwe just being super pissed on uh, of course in the middle of the aew stage but so now talent is required to give away any money that they make from twitch 
or cameo Fuck to the WWE uh, because apparently it goes against their downside guarantee. Per Wrestling Incorporated, the following is what the wrestlers are agreeing to when, when allowing WWE to take over talent's cameo accounts. Okay, so this is what the WWE is going to get. Talent affirm. They always make it seem like it's the talent's idea also, where it's yeah. like, the, you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like when uh, it's like when John McCain had to write the letter uh, dissing the U.S. when he was held captive, where it's like, really? Do you really mean that? <laughs> uh, talent affirm that WWE is their authorized representative. So now they're in the management biz. I wouldn't even mind this if there was like a bunch of health care and a bunch of money and <laughs> if they yeah, were really being taken were, care of. But yeah. he kind Vince kind of wants it uh, the best of both worlds. And again, we will see if this changes when Stephanie McMahon, who was just named the number two CMO uh, on the Forbes fi- uh, 50 or 500, if Stephanie and Triple H, when they take over, we'll see if this continues in practice. But okay, also talent authorized cameo to make all payments and any other compensations directly to the WWE. That's some bullshit. I'm watching The Vow, the Keith Raniere documentary. Mm-hmm. It seems a little cultish. Yeah. And like, I mean, look, okay, I under I kind of understand the cameo thing. I ca- like I kind of get it. If they're using their own name. If they're though. using their own name, different story. Like if it's uh if it's Austin, that's doing um, that's or Austin Creed is what he goes his like non wrestling name Xavier sure. Woods um, his it's it's still like a stage name but it's just a different stage name sure and if he's doing it as Austin Creed fine whatever but if he's doing it as Xavier Woods I understand that however what I don't understand is the whole Twitch debacle which seems to it's, be it seems to be an ongoing debacle it doesn't seem like it's a hundred percent yet but it's still fucked. <laughs> It really is, because if you're, what Vince is failing, he's losing sight of, you need to have the market blanketed. You need so much content. WWE Network is full of it, Mm -hmm. but you need content, content, content. All of these people, all they're doing, just by proxy, is is representing the WWE. So you're like, oh, I love Xavier Woods on Twitch. Oh, shit, he has a wrestling match. I've never watched him wrestle. Let me check that out. Yeah. It just seems very nearsighted. Cameo, this is another point. Cameo will not be made a party in any dispute between the talent and WWE. And the authorization can be canceled at any time, only if the account is canceled. So this is sort of Vince kneecapping his performers. And I just I just feel like technology has uh, moved past him and he doesn't understand that. You just got to have people in this... In this economy, mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. the ever-shifting do- job market, the gig economy we live in, these people need to survive. And uh, I think if I'm Vince, I would be like, good, go make money from the outside. Yeah. So I don't have to pay you so, so damn much. So I don't have to pay you so much. You, so you can still represent the company. Fine, whatever. But like yeah. the thing, so just to on the Twitch front, because there's also like there's the there's another argument over the third party. Uh, they're like income from third party streaming services or some shit. There's some legal term for it. Um, I think the only hope for to save this for the wrestlers and for the talent within WWE is Paige. Paige is Paige has come out and said, no, 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 no. This is my. I built this platform. I built this fan base. Yes, I may right. have had a fraction of WWE fans from this, right. but everyone that didn't know wrestling and you can't. What are you gonna do? Take a percentage of 
of the like I just don't understand. She had a freaking movie come out about her life. I mean, she's she, beyond. She's, she's transcended past the ring. She's crossed over. She's absolutely crossed over. Um, so and Twitch is a different platform. Like it's a different audience. It's not all right. wrestling fans. So she has built this additional world and this additional fan base where uh, it's her little world and she does whatever she wants and they generate income for her via the platform. So yeah. like it had nothing to do. She was a former wrestler. A percentage of those fans followed her over to this platform. It does not stand to like, oh, it's overreach. It's overreach from WWE. To it's overreach. Twitch. Wow. Indeed. Overreach by WWE. I like what you did there. With the no problem. No problem. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right. The big news story of the NFL. Uh, I want to talk about is Jets head coach Adam Gase. Mm -hmm. Adam Gase is the single worst coach that has ever, ever stepped on a football field. Of course, the Jets are now 0-4, which is, man, even for the Jets, it's extremely sad. They were down by nine points. They were going against the Denver Broncos. There were about 58 seconds left in the game. Adam Gase, of course, the Broncos, they're just kneeling. Like Rippin is the quarterback. He is the uh, a relative of Mark Rippin, mm-hmm. who won a uh, who won a Super Bowl with the formerly known Washington Redskins, now the Washington Football Team. Which, as far as I'm concerned, just keep it Washington Football Team. I, it kind of works. I like it. No problem there. He's taking a knee, and Adam Gase decides to call timeout. There are two timeouts that result in two late hits on the quarterback for the Broncos. It made zero sense whatsoever. It was bad sportsmanship. Adam Gates is a Gase is not an offensive genius. The man is a complete and utter schlub. And if you're Sam Darnold, the moments that Sam Darnold comes alive have nothing to do with the scripted plays <laughs> that the Jets have created and are calling. The only time he ever looks good is when everything breaks down and he can do something out of improvisation. Yeah. So if you are doing which coach is about to be fired, Adam Gase has got to be the top of your list. The Jets are so sad and so bad. I feel horribly for the audience as someone who lived in New York for 15 years. If you're a Jets and Mets fan, the life expectancy has got to be 15 years shorter than any other life expectancy for anyone else (laughs) that follows any other teams. We in our household, we are a Mets and Giants household. (laughs) So we and the Giants this year are horrible. They're terrible. But at least you've had a few good moments in the past 
15 to 20 years. Sure, yeah, there's been something we've 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 at least uh, kind of renewed the the at least the tolerance of watching the team whereas the Jets just why bother? They also made a mistake not just with the end of the game which was classless and tasteless. They also made a mistake by putting in a rookie left tackle, Mecky Becton, dude 6 foot 7, 364 pounds of pure beef. That's I love him. But he uh, he was picked number 11 this year. Apparently, he's been hampered with a shoulder injury. He didn't practice fully in the lead-up to the game. But the Jets decided to dress him in case of emergency. Uh, he was a backup to Chuma Adoga. He ended up getting hurt. Adoga ended up getting hurt. He tried to play, but the shoulder was clearly bothering him. And Becton's mother, Simone, retweeted a pair of former NFL linemen criticizing the Jets for inserting Becton into the game, including the harsh assessment from former ex-Giants lineman Jeff Schwartz, who said what the Jets did with Mechie Becton tonight was irresponsible and stupid. They knew he'd tell him he could play. He's a rookie. The team is supposed to look out for the future of their core players. So from on-field... Horrible play calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't forget, the Jets, this team, they gave up a 55-yard run Oof. on third, and I want to say like 33 mm-hmm. to the freaking, uh, to the Niners who, granted, yes, they got a solid-ass run, run game. The Jets are so laughably bad. If Adam Gates isn't fired, I don't, no, no head coach ever should be fired if he, if he is not on the chopping block. If this is the standard. No, I'm with you. I'm like we agree on this. I have I have no I have no horse in this race when it comes to what the fuck did you just do? He is so freaking stupid. And so the calling of the timeouts, uh, this alone should have enough to get him fired. This is according to Mike Kliss. He says heated ending with Fangoya running off without shaking Gay's hands. Of course, Fang Fangoa is the head coach of the Denver Broncos. He says, there were a couple of personal fouls on our sideline was getting pissed off. I just wanted to avoid any confrontation and have it get ugly. I tried to get our, I tried to get our guys to leave quickly to avoid anything happening. That's how annoying Gase is. He made everybody basically just want to kick his ass. And when your team is losing... You call timeouts like that, all you're going to do is get somebody hurt. It is so pathetic, and the Jets need to change their head coach immediately. It was some bullshit. It really was. And so that's that. That is that for, for in Jets country. Get a new head coach. And also I want to talk about this story with the NFL Players Association president, J.C. Treader. Uh, this is talking about should the NFL go back to grass fields? Uh, Treader, he is the starting center for the Cleveland Browns, who, by the way, the Cleveland Browns, it could happen. Dude, I mean, I'm not saying Super Bowl, but they're doing, they're above 500. They're, they're okay. Yeah, they're doing all right. Um, so this is according to Treader. Uh, he says, players have a 28% rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries when playing on artificial turf as compared to grass. Uh, citing NFL injury data collected from 2012 to 2018, those rates are even higher for non-contact knee injuries, 32% higher, and non-contact foot and ankle injuries, 69% that's, and that on is turf as massive. opposed to grass. That, that is, is massive. massive. So Treader says on Wednesday, the data stands out. 
those numbers are staggering. The difference in injury rate between turf and natural grass, it's possible to get grass in every location, and it's about pushing for that. We should all be working toward the safest style of play. We know the dangers of playing on turf. That's not good for anybody. It's not good for players. It's not good for the GMs and the head coaches. It's not good for the owners. It's not good for the fans. Increased injuries isn't good for It just anyone. looks better. It just looks I, better and it's easier to change. And it's cheaper. But, I am such a proponent of natural uh, of natural grass, though. Yeah. I have been saying that forever. Does it... I mean, what is... I, I suppose the reason against it is that it, yeah, it doesn't look quite as nice. I guess you can't put the advertisements on it quite as easily. Mm-hmm. You have to have like landscapers and everyone like working on it. I kind of like it slowing down the game a touch though. I don't mind that. Yeah, and there's something about the padding that's under the turf. Like there's some sort of padding that runs. I'm talking on my ass right now, but there's some no, sort of, of padding course. It's under. All, it's, yeah, what's the it's the rubber it's the rubber uh, little balls there. Yeah, and of course that's how you decide oftentimes if a wide receiver or running back uh, is mm-hmm. inbounds. Uh, he goes on to say, until we find a way to get synthetic turf to respond and react like natural grass, yeah, it's too much of a danger to continue to play. Right now, 13 NFL stadiums use artificial turf. So I think uh, that that is a a great recommendation and they should move forward because I want the stars to play. I mean, a 70% increase in knee knee and ankle injuries is staggering. It it really is staggering. And just lastly, let's go through some NFL standings before we get to the play of the week, which is a defensive play. Kind of exciting. This is exciting. You don't, not, not too often. Not too often. Buffalo, AFC East, is still above the division, uh, followed by New England at 2-1-1, although New England got some horrible news. Cam Newton evidently has tested positive for COVID-19. What? Uh, th- I saw this, and I just, my heart uh, broke for him. My, I, like, this is his time. This is his time. I, so what does that mean? He's he's out for at least two weeks? Is that I what mean, that means? But then does he come back full strength? I don't know. I don't, and like, know. and did he test positive? Does he? And it's then you go through the whole system of like, does he have symptoms? Is he going to get symptoms? Is he going to get right. sick? Like, is he sick yet, or is the is he about to get sick? Shh, mother God, duh. Yes, and of course, uh, New England being two and one in a game that they very easily could have won. Yeah, I believe against uh, Seattle, Miami one and two, as said uh, the aforementioned Jets at zero and four. Pittsburgh looking great, three and zero. AFC North, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, uh, Baltimore and Cleveland both at two and one, and Cincy zero and two. Cleveland, I mean, honestly, considering the the story that is the Cleveland Browns, if I am a Browns fan. I'm feeling a little bit less blue and a little bit better about my team. Yeah. I think the Baker might be legit. You do you, Browns. You do you, Browns. AFC South, Tennessee, 3-0. Indy, Jacksonville, Houston. AFC West, KC running a rough shot over everybody. Followed by the Raiders. And then, of course, you've got the Chargers in Denver. NFC East, Washington. My God. Okay, Katie, have you ever heard of a division or a conference in football being as bad as the NFC East right now. I mean, just to let you know, Washington football team is one and two. Dallas is one and two. Those are the people in on the top. And then it is Philly at 0 and 2 and the Giants at 0 and 3. That is the single saddest division or the single saddest conference I have ever heard of in my entire life. Somebody is going to make the playoffs 
with like four wins yeah. out of the NFC East. Yep. Yep. Should it even be allowed? No. You should just I don't be know. yeah, no, you should just get a pass to to the draft. And my God, another year where Dallas had every expectation. Everyone said this is gonna be the year. No, it's not gonna be Yet the again. Year. It never is. Eat some more chunky soup, Dak. I don't know what's going on with that squad. I thought Mike McCarthy, of course, with the Packers, as a Packers fan, I saw many games coached by Mike McCarthy, solid head coach. I really thought he was going to turn that team around. Maybe it wasn't Jason Garrett after all. I don't understand why Dallas can't win. I really don't get it. I mean, they've got all the money in the world. They got the money. They got the beasts up front. They got an incredible running back. They have a great quarterback. They got Cooper. They have a great running. I mean, I just don't. They have they have a fine receiving core. Their defense is way too porous. But I just don't get how Dallas is constantly underperforming. The only thing that makes me mildly happy is that Dallas fans really think they're going to win the Super Bowl every single year. (laughs) But I have some friends who are Dallas fans. But even they know. That, deep uh, down inside, you know. They know deep down inside. <laughs> All right, NFC North, Green Bay. The Packers, 3-0, and Chicago, 3-0. and uh, Chicago, of course, now starting Nick Foles, uh, which is Trubisky is on the bench. We'll see if the Bisque comes back. Detroit 1-2 and and the Vikings 0-3. What a different season this is for the Minneapolis, uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. NFC North, or NFC South, rather, Tampa Bay 2-1. And a surprising New Orleans squad at one and two. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. The Packers just beat New Orleans in a freaking awesome game. Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. But really, it's Aaron Rodgers versus the defense. two, Two sweet franchises. And that might be the last game that they ever play against each other, it sounds like. Yeah. This could be uh, the final uh, air in the wins of Mr. Breeze. Uh, Carolina is 1-2, and two, Atlanta 0-3, and NFC West, Seattle 3-0, and Arizona 2-1, and one, the Rams 2-1, and one, and San Francisco 2-1, and one, NFC West. My God, if you're in the NFC East and you're looking at the NFC West, or if you're in the NFC West and you're looking at the NFC East, you've just got to be, like, super pissed because <laughs> they would all, like, every one of it's those stacked. teams is better than every team in the NFC it's East. Stacked. Even San Francisco, who is technically last in the NFC West, which is like the NFC West is probably the most stacked uh, conference right now in in, uh, professional football. All right, there you go. That's the standings for the NFL. We will talk more in depth about the NFL next week. Uh, We'll see what happens with the games. Game of the week this week, we are looking at the Eagles versus the 49ers, that could be amazing. The Patriots versus the Chiefs have been postponed. So I guess that's just, they're going to work on the bye. I don't know, this COVID, I mean, it's, it's an ever-moving process. there's not going to be any games on a Sunday. There's like We're just all over the place. I don't forget. Whatever. And of course, don't forget Monday Night Football, the Falcons versus the Packers. So that should be exciting as the Packers are overperforming in my humble opinion of the cheese state. All right, and let's do a play of the week. This is more of a player of the week in some ways. Yeah, player of we the didn't, week. We didn't talk too much about what's going on in the NBA Finals, but it is safe to say Anthony Davis, he's matured. He's, he's hit. All, he's he's, I don't want to talk about puberty, but he has hit. He has hit his stride in the NBA, and you are seeing it in these finals. I mean, he is playing unreal. He's all grown up, and it is adorable to see his, like, 
I mean, you really like LeBron is obviously he's in he's in the later years of a professional basketball player. And he's still amazing. He's yeah, still amazing. Yes. He's 35, so by no means is that old, but it's on the older side for an NBA player. Uh, and there is this adorable mentorship between the two of them. Uh, but AD is really, really starting to to come come to, come into his own. Yes, indeed, will. he is. And you know what I just realized? He has a um, AD has a. I'm going to say that he has an aquatic theme to his NBA career okay. with the Pelicans, huh. and now of course the Lakers. That Isn't is that interesting? A, that's a reach, but I'm here for it. It works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to some highlights of Anthony Davis. I love the decision by Miami to double Davis and now James in isolation. And Anthony Davis connects on that. Davis comes off the screen and knocks down another jumper. Already Anthony Davis with a couple of field goals. But it all started with Duncan Robinson's pass against the double team as Davis answers with a drive to the rim on the defense. Good defense there again from Solomon Hill. Made it a tough shot, but then they turn it over. James with the steal, throws it up. Davis back up, and this time able to finish. And the adjustment will be made by Eric Spolster. They cannot go small. A 13-point lead has been wiped away. 16-3 run right now for the Lakers. Tyler Hero gets it inside. Ball batted away as James and Davis converge. Rondo out to Davis. Alex Caruso for three, rattles that one in. Green, little hesitation, now drives. Nice pass out to Davis for three. And Mark Davis, our officials tonight. Dragic blocked by Davis. Always keeping his dribble alive, now throws it into Davis. Nicodala's guarding him. Davis up top, Marquise Morris, that's a three. Pulls it out, sees the mismatch, gets everybody out of the way. It's a setup, gets Anthony Davis the basketball. Now Davis, your responsibility is to make a play. If a double team comes, get rid of the rock. Hands it off to Morris, knocks down the long ball. That's- okay, there it was, AD. Congratulations, honestly. They're going to, I think it's safe. Maybe this series get goes to brooms. five. I love, no, you want to broom it up. I don't, get Jimmy Butler. No, don't sleep Look, on Jimmy. Jimmy. He Buckets. likes outlaw. Jimmy Buckets is adorable. Love, but right now, him. he's getting outplayed. He's outnumbered and outplayed by experience and more experience. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But I'm happy. I mean, it's just nice to be uh, It's nice to be included in the finals, isn't it? Uh, if you're the Miami Heat, I suppose. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Katie and I will be back with you next week. We will keep you informed on what you need to know with the the NFL and wrestling. It'll be sad when basketball's over. It will be sad, but that's okay. We'll figure out more stuff to talk about. (laughs) We know how to do it. I'm going to get the brooms in the meantime. All right. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-point at the buzzer to tie the game, 
or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.